Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's February 1, 2016 and this is episode 508. Following our Hokkaido Landscape Photography Tour for 2016, this week we continue our three-part travelogue series to walk you through this minimalist photographer's dream tour illustrated with a total of 36 images. We pick up the trail in the afternoon of day three, when we were in the foothills of Mount Asahi, after shooting the photo that we looked at last at the end of part one of this travelogue series. There are some birch trees and some darker trees that we can see in this somewhat fun photo that I shot laying on my back in the deep snow. I know that this kind of image is done a lot and I shoot them quite a lot myself but I just like doing this. I shot this with the 11 to 24 millimeter lens wide open at 11 millimeters to really distort the scene making it look like the trees are all leaning in although the reality is of course they're all just pointing pretty much straight up at the sky. There was probably only about six to eight feet between each of them as well. The exposure here was a 50th of a second at f11 ISO 100. Before breakfast on day four of the tour we walked to the Shirohige or White Beard Falls not far from the hotel to photograph these beautiful blue falls. It was snowing as we photographed the falls and there were varying degrees of mist forming, meaning that we had to either shoot in the pockets of clarity when the mist cleared or use the mist to good effect. Here is a shot of the falls when the mist cleared. I used a 0.5 second shutter speed so the snow has recorded as quite long streaks in the image but I quite like that effect. You can also see the beautiful blue from the mineral content in the water as well, although I have pumped this up slightly in post to make it a little bit more saturated. I titled this image The Man in the Fawns because of the profile of the man's face that you might have already noticed in the bottom right corner of the image. This was shot at f14, with the ISO set to 200 so that I didn't get too long a shutter speed. The snow would start to reduce the clarity in the image a little bit too much if I went much more than a half a second or so. The focal length here was 241mm with my EF 100-400mm f4.8-5.6 LIS Mark II lens. After breakfast we set off for a relatively long drive to the west coast of Hokkaido and then we pulled in a few seascapes as we drove towards Haboro where we'd stay for the next two nights. This first image is from down on the beach where there are some half buried tetrapods and I frame this in such a way that you can also see the distant tetrapods in the sea. 
This is a 30 second exposure at f16 ISO 100 at a focal length of 59mm with my 24-70mm lens. It's also a Lightroom black and white conversion. As I mentioned last week, I'm finding myself using Lightroom instead of silver effects more and more when a more subtle conversion suits the image. I love using silver effects when I want to make the image dramatic, but I'm enjoying keeping my work limited to the raw file right out of the camera when Lightroom gives me enough control rather than having to create a TIFF file to work with it in silver effects. We were about to leave this location, but the sky started to give us some nice colour and we did not have time for another shoot at a different location before it got dark, so I extended our time at the same spot, which resulted in some images with some nice colour in the sky as the sun went down, as we can see in this next photograph of the same tetrapods that were in the distance in the previous image. This was a 75 second exposure at f18, ISO 100, at 135mm. I have to admit that I had caught my dial and shifted to f18 without realising it. I normally don't go smaller than f16 and f14 is my usual soft ceiling, so I'm pretty sure that this was an accident. To get this long an exposure, I fitted the ND1000 neutral density filter to my lens for a 10 stops of additional darkness. On day 5, we drove along the coast from our hotel to a place where there are some other nice tetrapods to shoot on the beach, but from this location I actually found the next image quite fun, looking a little bit like a nuclear waste warning symbol. There is a concrete pier that runs out into the sea, and I noticed these three legs of a tetrapod just sticking out of the choppy sea as I looked over the edge of the pier. So I decided to do a long exposure of them with the ND1000 fitted again, along with an ND8 filter for 13 stops of darkness. I processed this in Silver Effects Pro and added a bit of a vignette in Lightroom to, the, to sort of darken the edges down a little. The sea was quite choppy, so the sunlight was catching the water, causing these light squiggles everywhere. So this is a, a fun image to view close up as well. I shot this with a 60 second exposure at f14 ISO 100 at 65mm. We also visited a new location where we'd found there to be a Shinto Torii gate on a concrete platform just off the beach in a little cove. As you saw from the last image though, this was one of those days where we had a lot of direct sunlight. And although they were okay, our photos of the Shinto gate from day 5 turned out to be insurance shots. We had some much better dramatic skies on the morning of day 6 as we started our drive to our next base for a further two days, so we went back to the Torii for one last shoot before leaving the area, and this shoot resulted in this following image. 
This was a 30-second exposure at f14, ISO 100, at 38mm, once again converted to black and white in Silver Effects Pro. I have to admit I'm getting a little bit tired of cleaning up the white lines around dark objects when you push the contrast in Silver Effects. So in this image I worked with the naturally bright area behind the torii and allowed that to stay light, removing the halo from the image in Silver Effects rather than in Photoshop for this. I think that also builds on the idea that the gate has some religious significance as well, so I quite like the results. Later in the day we visited one of my favourite locations on this tour, which is the small fishing port not far from Wakanai, where we'd spend the next two nights. Wakanai is the northernmost city of Japan, with a population of 37,000, so compared to the small fishing town that we'd spent the previous two days in, it actually feels more, a little bit more like a city. Anyway, back to the port. My first photo from this location is this one of what I've affectionately termed the boat graveyard, where there are nine fishing boats that look as though they're just left there to gradually fall apart. I was surprised to see such a large pattern in the sky though when I processed this image. I saw a couple of bright patches in the sky when I shot it, but silver effects brought out those large streaks in the sky that I'd not even seen. The Lishili Island is over there behind the snow clouds, and I think the island is disrupting the airflow, causing the, that cool texture to form. I shot this with a 1/30th of a second exposure at f14, ISO 100 at 16 millimeters. My final selection of images from this trip, which is down to 93 as I prepare for this episode, actually still contains some 15 images of these boats, as the sky and the amount of falling snow gave us lots of variations to shoot. But I'll still keep it down to two images now, and then just one more from the next day before we finish today's episode. This next photo of the boat graveyard is really more about the winter sun. I hate it when the sun comes out completely on this trip, but there are times when it just pokes through the cloud enough to add an additional point of interest, as I believe it does here. This was a 50th of a second exposure at f14, ISO 100 at 24mm. I ended up at a 50th of a second exposure because the sun was brightening things up a little, but this is still just about enough to give me some movement in the falling snow, which is what I like to do. Depending on the size of the snow and how quickly it's falling, I like to try to use between a 15th and a 30th of a second when possible. For the last few hours of day 6 we went to a couple of the factories that have the fish drying frames that you can see in this next image, shot with the permission of the owners. These racks are great for creating graphically structured images and this year there were some fish hanging up from the frames in almost equal numbers on both of these racks which I quite liked. This was a tenth of a second exposure at f11, 
ISO 200. In the first frame, I was using my 11 to 24 millimeter lens at 22 millimeters. I got quite close to the racks and pointed my camera up to cause this distorted look, which I personally quite like, although I know it annoys the hell out of some people, especially architecture photographers who like to see everything perfectly straight. In this next photograph of the same racks, I walked back through the snow and partway up an embankment and used my 24 to 70 millimeter lens at 70 millimeters zooming in on the scene which causes the perspective to look much more natural with the verticals pretty much straight. You can also see that the gap at the end of the frames is larger in the zoomed in image allowing us to see more detail overall. This was a quarter of a second exposure at f11 ISO 200 at 70mm. Personally, I'm more about how an image makes me feel, and the first photo of the racks, they, they feel bigger to me as they taper off towards the top of the frame. That's what happens when we look up at things, although it is exaggerated by the wide-angle lens. On the morning of day 7, we headed out to a location where I know we can walk out across some land and get to the sea, where I was hoping to find some driftwood, etc. on the beach. When we got there though, I was pleased to find that we had a wonderful sea mist called Kearashi in Japanese, and we can see this in the following image. This was a 200th of a second exposure at f14 ISO 170mm. The Kearashi, as far as I'm aware, is caused by the relative warmth of the sea on very cold days, so it's much warmer than the air temperature. I think I recall seeing that it was about minus 9 or 10 degrees Celsius on that day, which is about 14 or 15 Fahrenheit. So cold, but not uncomfortably so. Even if you click on this image to view it larger, you might not really be able to appreciate the snowflakes suspended in the air, which I love. I always really like it when I can see something in the air, adding to the atmosphere of the photograph. The previous image is only about 10 minutes down the road from my boat graveyard, which we revisited for a while before going back into Wakanai for lunch. This is the last image that I'll share from this location, but once again, you can see that I've been playing with the effect that the snow has on the scene. This was a 125th of a second exposure at f14, ISO 100 at 24mm, so I didn't have as slow a shutter speed as I'd have liked, but the snow at this point was big and falling quite quickly, so it recorded pretty well in the image. I also seriously like the quality of light in this photograph, with the much darker patch of snow to the left almost looking like a shadow cast from the darker cloud below the winter sun, and the boats are much darker than the ones closer to the camera, which are lightening up along with the snow, in the right foreground. 
The texture of the snow is also really nice in this one, so it's turned into a bit of a favourite from the trip. Okay, so that's our 12 images for today. I hope you've enjoyed following along with this tour so far, and I'll be back next week with the third and final part of this series with 12 more images from the end of day 7 through to the end of the trip. Before we finish, I wanted to mention that we are now taking bookings for the 2017 Hokkaido Winter Landscape Photography Adventure from January 8th to the 20th, 2017. Hokkaido is the northernmost island of Japan and as you might have noticed, it is the minimalist winter landscape photographer's dream. This will be our third year running this very special, dedicated landscape tour in Hokkaido. For details and to book your place, visit the tour page at mbp.ac hlpa. So thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends. And if you don't already, please subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcast program to ensure an interrupted delivery. You can find me on Google+, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, etc. And links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com. So do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye bye.